your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Now, we want to have a chat with Dr. May Mannix, who's Director of Public Health Midwest. They've uh, been doing a great job over the last two years of the pandemic, particularly in the Limerick region. Good morning to you, May. Good morning, Joe. Now, I know, May, it drives you mad when I start an interview with this question, but I'm kind of only basing it on the sort of talk that's coming out of government circles, maybe out of the corner of their mouths to political correspondents, that kind of suggests that maybe we're out the gap with this COVID-19 thing? Um, Well, I think we have reason to be optimistic, Joe. Um, And uh, there are a number of reasons for that, you know, including the fact that um, it's been predicted that hopefully the peak of the wave will be over the coming week or so, all going well. Um, Although, uh, as you know, COVID has foxed us many times before, but that's the prediction. And... As we have seen, I suppose the hospitalisation numbers are steady and thankfully um, the ICU numbers are way less than what we would have seen, you know, this time last year. So the cases, the number of cases, you know, transmitting into ICU admissions is much less than it was previously. Having said all of that, um, that's, you know, grounds for optimism. The health system is still under a lot of pressure. Um, you know, and we have, of course, still phenomenally high numbers. We've about, on average, 2,300 positive cases um, in the past week in the Midwest area, which is, you know, phenomenally high, really. So um, there is grounds for optimism, but we still have to get through the next uh, few weeks and months because even when we hit the peak, um, you know, it'll be a much slower reduction, I think, than what we've seen previously. It's not going to probably dramatically reduce very quickly, you know. Right. And what is the significance of the peak? Um, well, <laughs> I suppose it, 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 um, it just shows that we're on the downward trend, you know, um, uh, and gives us hope, really. I think that's that's the thing, that we've turned a particular corner again. As you know, we've we've had... Uh, multiple peaks at this stage and we've uh, got through them all and it's down to everybody's actions really um, and again I want to thank people it's you know it's it's very hard at this stage we've been at it for so long everybody's really um, you know adhered to the guidance and done the public health advice uh, in a really good manner and I'm afraid we still need to keep on with that for the time being uh, you know but there is hope I think to be optimistic Right. Um, so the suggestion now is that based on the chief medical officer's advice and Neffet's advice to the government uh, since midnight, they've introduced changes to the close contact rules. And that that's a, a fine judgment in essence, isn't it, uh, Dr. May Mannix, b- between societal impacts and, and trying to make sure that people can continue to some extent with their daily lives and supply chains and keeping essential services going and then there is a risk attached clearly if people don't have to um, uh, confine their movements to quite the same degree then you could end up with some more cases That's true Joe Um, and um, that's the balance that the CMO and the government are trying to achieve I think they have done their best with the new guidance, you know, in terms of trying to keep it as safe as possible. So, um, in other words, from now on, if you're a case, 
you have to isolate for seven days, but you have to be well for the last uh, two days of those. You know, you really have to be well before you come out of isolation. That's a big issue. And then you also have to wear a medical grade mask, um, you know, for the last few days. If you are out of isolation, you have to wear the mask, um, medical grade mask, either a surgical mask, which is a blue mask that you normally see, or an FFP2 um, for t- for 10 days in total while you're a case. So that's, I think that's an important thing for people to be aware of um, because that will protect, um, you know, um, any any transmission really. You also have to work from home where possible and adhere to the other public health measures. Right. And what is your sense of how the booster vaccine programme is going in the region right now? Um, I, I think, you know, we're, again, extremely grateful that people have taken to the vaccine programme so well. And um, people have really um, also taken the booster um, very well, particularly adults, as you know. Um, we're just starting off with the, the smaller children now. So, um, again, we'd encourage people really to come forward as soon as possible for um, all of those vaccines. And if for any reason you haven't had any, please do speak with a healthcare professional and um, they will address any concerns you have. So really, it's, it's going very well, Joe be honest. Um, um, there is a sense, it seems to be a, a private sense really, uh, among some members of the frontline medical community that the 5 to 11 year old vaccination programme may not see the take up that we've seen from 12 up. Um, well, I, th- I think um, you know, the we're certainly getting a, re- a good uptake and even with the older teenagers it, it was a bit slower at the start than the adults so it's a similar kind of pattern so we're hopeful that uh, people will um, take the vaccine you know in that age group we really would encourage it um, it's to protect you know as, as we've said I suppose many times uh, small kids thankfully don't get that ill with it you know but at the same time there will be an occasional child who will, and it protects uh, against that, and it also protects their families and uh, the larger community. So we would really encourage pe- uh, parents to bring their kids along for vaccination. We're chatting to Dr May Mannix, who's Director of Public Health in the Midwest. Now, obviously, we have seen a surge in Omicron cases, just like the rest of the country, in the last few weeks. But how severe was it, and how would it have compared to other regions? Um, well, we uh, it, yes, it, it seems that the Omicron really is nearly all or hundred percent of our cases now at this point, Joe. But um, we would be similar, I suppose, to other areas of the country. Um, the data isn't as um, I suppose as complete as it would normally be. It's just uh, the system has been overwhelmed, I suppose, by the case numbers. To be quite honest. So we don't have the detailed level of data that we would normally have by county level, you know, and that's been the case across the country. Um, but uh, we, as I said, we do know that we've had um, 2,300 cases in the Midwest on a daily basis over the past um, week. So um, given our population, um, that would be roughly uh, similar to what's been 
uh, having uh, been occurring at a national level. So we're not any different, really. Right. Um, and in terms of the confirmed cases, I mean, what's the average positivity rate on a daily basis? Oh gosh, um, is, is it in the uh, high forties? Oh, it has been. It has been up to sixty percent. I think up to sixty yeah, percent, yeah, right? It has. Yeah. And, and, and of course, what that, that suggests is it's much more widespread in the community because obviously, if you have more people coming, generally, what happens is the positivity rate goes way down or well down. Correct. Yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. Now that was the peak, but I understand it's coming down. So that again is a good sign, you know, okay. in terms of, um, as you say, if, if it's coming down, it's a good sign. Yeah. And, and finally, I mean, you mentioned at the start of this, and it's good to hear it, that, you know, people are more hopeful, people like you have been looking at this very carefully are more hopeful. But I suppose we probably need to temper that, because just in case people's expectations rise too much in advance of the end of this month and, and reviews of restrictions that are possibly being looked at by NEFID. Because again, people may be reading and seeing things that might suggest that, you know, there'll be a, a, an absolute or very widespread lifting of restrictions on the 1st of February. We're not sure about that yet, right? We're not at all sure about that, Joe. And I think, um, I think NEFID will probably be quite cautious. You know, as I say, we may hit the peak of this wave in the next week or so, but um, we still have a long way to go to come out of it, you know, and we're not certainly not going to be out of it in a couple of weeks' time. So I think... While there are grounds for optimism, I think we have to be really cautious and I would really urge people, you know, the health system is under severe pressure still. I mean, it's bad enough any January or February, um, you know, in a normal year, but to have COVID on top of it um, is really um, stretching the health system at the moment. Um, So, uh, again, just, I suppose, for people to be aware that if they're symptomatic, thankfully... uh, you know, some people... So, the, the dictionary definition of guarded optimism from you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> All yeah. right, okay. Thank you. Listen, thank you very much. Thank you. Have a good weekend. Uh, that is Dr May Mannix there, the Director of Public Health in Midwest, which obviously includes Limerick. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live.